Good afternoon, Dan Chen filling in for Jeff MacArthur. Love that tune. Makes me want to sit on a beach with a nice tall glass of something cold and fizzy. Hopefully soon. Effective today, if you're fully vaccinated, you are not required to provide a negative COVID test to enter Canada. And uh, to flesh this out, I have Marty Firestone, president of Travel Secure. Welcome, Marty. Thank you for having me. You know, timing is everything because Canada lifts another travel restriction <laughs> as we enter a sixth wave. Like, are we jumping the gun here? Or is it too soon, you think, to start lifting stuff? I sure hope we're not because if we have to reinstate any one of these restrictions that were lifted in the last month, it will be a tremendous setback. Whether that's going to happen, you know, if the count continues to increase, anything's possible. But the decision to remove this one today really is going to open travel up. It's a big one. So uh, just so we're clear, just because you don't have to provide a negative COVID test to enter Canada doesn't mean all travel restrictions have been lifted. Like it's not a free-for-all at the airports. So what do travelers need to know if they're booking a flight and, and then they're getting on a plane today? Okay, great, great question, because leaving Canada still has some issues or restrictions if you're going, depending on what country, but let's just suggest you're going to the U.S., you still need to do a negative antigen test 24 hours, or I should say one day before you go. So that's still in place. Now you're there. Here's the big difference as of today. You want to come back to Canada. You used to have to get a PCR test. That was then lowered to an antigen test, and as of today, no test whatsoever. Just fill out your ArriveCan doc with no test results, of course, because they're not required, and you're good to come home. For many Canadians, this summer may be the first trip that they've been on in more than two years. Uh, and I've been reading a lot about travel insurance and how important it is in regards to COVID. Is that something that you recommend a lot of travelers do and look up? Absolutely. I think the importance of travel insurance has probably come out more in the last two years than it ever was before. And people realizing that our out-of-country or our OHIP out-of-country benefit is virtually very little and the need for insurance is important. More importantly, the need for COVID still is important if you do get it in another country. And it is included. It is embedded in the contract. You don't need a rider. There's no cap on the dollar amount. It's all covered now. So I don't see how anybody could, quite frankly, go away without coverage at this point. So does that cover a hospital stay? Does it cover, you know, if you have to... Uh Park yourself in a hotel for 14 days to, 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 to quarantine? Yeah, so it, it, there's three types of insurance, trip cancellation, emergency medical, and trip interruption. So the medical, of course, covers it. You don't even have to ask, is it included? It is. Cancellation will cover COVID if you get it before and can't go on the trip. It'll cover the cost that you insured. And the interruption portion, which won't happen much now because without having to test, you're not going to show positive, therefore have to quarantine for 10 days. So it would cover you if, in fact, you did test positive, and it would cover accommodations and expenses and airfare at home. So, yeah, all three will cover you one way or the other. We're talking to Mar Marty Firestone, president of Travel Secure. Marty, Air Canada announced this week it's doubling its capacity this year, uh, not yet at the pre-pandemic levels, but definitely an improvement. By your estimation, is is it COVID fatigue at this point that's getting a lot of people to just like jump on an airplane, or is, is there just... We, we, there's a general sense of cautious optimism. I've got my shots. I've got my booster. I'm going to wear a mask. Like I'm, as long as I'm responsible, there's only so much I control. But if I control the controllables, I, I, you know, I, I want to still enjoy my life. 
you put it really well. The bottom line is the pent-up demand will outweigh any risk that anyone would have. And who's kidding who? As an example, if the insurance companies are including COVID now without it being a rider or an extra cost, you know what they're saying? They're saying, we don't see risk. We think at worst, it'll be mild flu-like symptoms. You will not end up in an emergency room in an ICU on a ventilator. So that peace of mind to any individual traveling right now tells them, you know what, we're going to sort of throw caution to the wind and we are going to get away and travel. Are you seeing more Canadians traveling domestically or are they booking flights for international? Right now, they are getting out of, out of dodge, as the expression goes. <laughs> they are very much leaving and hoping, and that's the big hope for the summer from an international travel standpoint, that there will be no issues with the war going on now and surrounding countries and things like that. So there is still some hesitancy as to what the future holds. But for the majority, they are definitely flying U.S. sun destinations and beginning to book trips to Europe and other areas of the world. So it's all positive in many ways, assuming that count keeps down and does not go up and restrictions get put back in place. Marty, we have just about a minute left here. What would you say to folks who are hesitant about traveling but want to go on vacation? What kind of hope can you provide them? My attitude at this point is life is short. You've got to enjoy yourself Go away, still be cautious, wear a mask. For the majority of people, they all have to be fully vaccinated. As long as that's still in force, that would not concern me. So I'm hoping that people have the comfort level to go away, buy the proper insurance, and go and enjoy yourself. That would be my advice. Marty, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time this afternoon. Have yourself a great weekend, okay? You too. My pleasure. Take care. That's Marty Firestone, president of Travel Secure. We're going to take a small break. More in just a bit. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.